This episode of Love After Lockup Cray Cray does contain adult content. Hey everybody, welcome to Love After Lockup Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I'm not sure if I support the love of these specific convicts in season three. And I'm Kyle and after watching this, I just prefer innate. <laughs> okay, can we get through like just a very quick logistical complaint right off the bat? Is this season two, episode 24, as it states on the WeTV website, on my DVR, and all over the internet? Or is this freaking season three? Because everyone is confused. Apparently, Love After Lockup goes by calendar year as in terms of season, it seems like, right? It's crazy to me. It doesn't make sense. They're all new couples. And yeah, this was season two, episode 24. So if you're confused about the way that this podcast is named, that's why I'm just following WeTV's lead. And that's how it's stated. So I don't season know. It's two, very confusing. Second cast. Maybe there's going to be four <laughs> casts if they have two more groups of people coming through. I mean, we have talked about in the past, like how it's it's apparently very... I don't want to say it's easy to cast for this, but there's a lot of options. So they, and it doesn't take that much time. Like Scott and Lizzie filmed for what, two days last season. So it's pretty easy for them to crank out this content. I would think it should be like love Island where they just follow them <laughs> and just have it be live. Get, I like, agree. Kind of like cops, but with love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And oh my God, this episode, like we're recording pretty early on a Sunday and it's because Kyle and I are so freaking excited about this episode. It was such a dumpster fire. It was amazing. My faith is restored in Love After Lockup after kind of a boring 10 episode intermission there with, with the continue with life after lockup, which I don't, I don't want them to do that again. Just Me keep, neither. Just keep new people coming. If it's like this every time, oh my God, the show is amazing. This was, I, I have to admit, I was getting a little fed up with Life After Lockup. Like besides Brittany and Marcelino's storyline, I just was losing interest. Maybe a little Lamar, but like this man, it is back with a vengeance. And I believe that I said a few weeks ago that before the 90 Days Season 3 is like Matt Sharp's opus, but I take it back. This is given him a run uh, giving before the 90 a run for its money i mean what do we have here we have amber taking a video of herself in prison and i'm like with a towel is that, on her head i'm like is this with the phone that like scott smuggled in under his balls like how does she have this phone in prison <laughs> it's clear she's clearly taking her own video with a phone and never mind they... the phone lamandre apparently still having enough of an income to support andrea outside which is the first time that's we've ever heard of that happening it's amazing this is some pablo escobar shit man i'm telling totally. you like where he was like supporting multiple women and multiple families while in prison i didn't know that this happened in the u.s and maybe i'm naive and i'm sure i'll get a billion dms about it but like we have a lot to dig in there. I also want to know, okay, two things. Where do they get this stock footage for like the bars of the jail, like slamming shut in front of like the video footage that they have of the outside of the jail? I think that they send an intern around to various jails and just park outside with a camera to, to get this stuff. It's great. It's so funny. And also, like, did you notice some of the couples... Um, I think especially An Angela and Tony, especially they have like the prison, like I call them prison prom photos. 
Yeah. And you notice the backdrops are like Greece, the Golden Great Bridge, like beach scenes. I just there's think pictures. There's pictures of Lamandre on his own Instagram, which I am a follower of, in case you're wondering. Where it's like uh, Finding Nemo, like ocean scene with little <laughs> cartoon fish and shit. And he's wearing a prison jumpsuit in front of Nemo. I want to know all about these photos and like, why are they taken? How are they taken? Who chooses the specific scenes? Are these like the correctional officers just like trolling everybody? Like what is going on? It looks like prison prom. It does. And just one more high level thought before we dig in. Um, the very first scene of Vincent, like in the beanie and like his sweatpants, which like, why are you wearing sweatpants? You're on TV. But anyway, very first look with, before he talked, before we saw anything, I was like, oh, he's kind of a beefcake. But then like, once he started talking and like skin crawl, (laughs) yeah, got creepy. But like that very initial, I was like, ooh, and then rapidly downhill, they're trying to make him to be Marcelino. You cannot compare this Vincent fellow nope. to to Marcelino. Absolutely sorry, not, sorry. not. No, he's um <clears throat> he's a dumb dumb for sure. Right. I mean, when when he was driving with uh what's her name Amber, Polish father-in-law who did watch this and is very excited. His first <laughs> remark about them was only one brain in this vehicle. <laughs> We'll dig into it. Um, before we get into the episode, very quick evidence. Oh and my we, God. You know There's what it a, is, too. A mountain of literal evidence about these people already. <laughs> Lamandre and Angela. It's on, sorry, Andrea. Is it Andrea? Because I'm used to saying Andrea and Lamar or Andrea. I think it's Andrea, right? We'll say I, that for now. I, yeah. Lamandre has like an extensive record, but like starcasm.net reported on, they did this great, go to starcasm.net to see it. They did a great collage of all of Andrea's mugshots, which she like has mugshots dating back to 2001. 20 um, arrests. 20. Insane. And like the, I mean, it, there's just so many different, most of them are theft, fraud, things like that and it looks like in 2014 grand theft auto grand theft auto just a little car stealing yeah um in 2014 she was caught stealing nearly seven thousand dollars worth of sunglasses from a florida sunglasses hut okay i would so assume this is huge spec okay this is amazing because <laughs> so funny that, to me to me you know what that means right that means her sunglasses business is essentially stealing from Sunglass Hut and then bedazzling them and reselling them. That's what it has 100%. to be, right? hundred percent. Yes, that's yes. her business. <laughs> her, it's not like fi- buying bulk sunglasses from China and bedazzling them. It's stealing them from Sunglasses Hut. <laughs> that's uh, incredible. Oh my so God, funny. I cannot wait to see more. It's so funny. Anyway, did you have any other evidence? I We have so much to talk about the episode. That's the only worthy I piece just, i found this week i was just trying to get more details on lamandre's like drug kingpin empire and i couldn't really find anything except um two things one he was arrested and i don't know if he was convicted of basically doing a drive-by uh, where he shot up someone's car and then there was uh, a couple years later he was there was a manhunt for him because a woman 
accused him of doing a drive-by on her and shooting up her car with her two-year-old in the car. But it turned out that she was lying to the police because she was mad at him. It was like a domestic like argument. And so the, the cops ended up arresting her and charging her with filing a false police report. Holy shit. That's the, that's the only things that I could find on Lamandre though other than he his the reason that he was initially in jail I think the re, the way that they got him was for reckless driving and then I wonder if um you know they were able to pile on more drug charges later but he's he's initially in jail for reckless driving which I don't know in Florida maybe reckless driving includes shooting at people Oh my god! Like I, I googled a lot about Lamondre because he would the way he talked. He was like, "I'm a drug kingpin and um, all of this, and make it three hundred thousand dollars a day." I was like, "Wow, this is like he's at a high level. Like, there's got to be lots of information." And I found his, but there's not much. There's not much. If just and again, I only googled for maybe ten, fifteen minutes, and I found you know his release papers and stuff, but. There's nothing like that talks about, I want to know more about the actual operation, you know? So we'll, right. we'll keep on digging. It's episode one. I'm sure people will keep sending me stuff. I'm sure we'll dig some stuff up, but it, it's not like Googling Pablo Escobar and like all this stuff comes up and you can research. Totally. Like he's yeah. not, I don't know if he's exaggerating, but. And then I also did some research on what malicious wounding is, but we can talk about that when we get to um, Lacey and Shane and John. Oh, awesome. Can't wait. All right. Should we start in order and just start with Cheryl? Yes. Oh, also, I should mention like this is because we have so much to talk about. It's a special ad free episode for everyone. This is a taste of what you can get on our Patreon, um, who they always get extended and ad free episodes every week for Love After Lockup and 90 Day. Love After Lockup isn't always extended, but it might be now because there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. So go to patreon.com slash reality cray cray if you're interested in that. All right. Cheryl and Josh. Cheryl's 30. Josh is 31. I like the age appropriate couples because it takes the age out of the equation and focuses on the bigger dumpster fire in jail for bank robbery. It's just kind of played out, especially with 90 Day Fiance. There's almost always a horrifying age gap, it seems like now. So it's, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I just there's more interesting topics to be discussed rather than the age difference. So bank robbery, but he only got six years. Did you find this surprising? Well, apparently it's because he failed as a bank robber as our clown friends told us. (laughs) Can I just say like Matt Sharp, dude, at least give us some kind of forewarning about the clown. I mean, he just fucking pops up on your screen. You're like, what the fuck is it? He just like, she just asks a question and then it cuts to a fucking clown face (laughs) i was so alarmed what is this what the fuck it was so alarming and just so confusing but i i loved it don't get me wrong i mean Pro, pro tip for all of our clown listeners if you have full on white makeup you gotta take care of your teeth dude because the contra it's the it's it's not that his teeth were that bad really it's the contrast between his bright white face paint and his chompers and it just was there's so many things wrong but that was the first thing that i noticed and just bugged the shit out of me and i couldn't unsee it after that it just makes it look way more um 
I don't know what the clown's name in it was, but it that's just is what immediately I started thinking of. And that's a bad look if you're a clown. You don't want to look like the clown from it. No, no, you don't. Especially if you're at a children's birthday party, which is where this specific clown was. But I guess yes. if you're in full clown makeup, it's probably a good thing if you're at a children's birthday party. <laughs> I don't know where else that would be even remotely appropriate, but yeah. Maybe anyway. we need to maybe we need to get a, a teeth whitening sponsor like every other reality star. <laughs> yeah. Well anyway, we're making a big deal out of nothing with this bank robbery, Kim. Oh my god. What did you think of Cheryl overall? I mean, she has big goals, Kyle. She has big goals. More than the average. She's going to she, make it happen. This lady just want to be on TV. <laughs> what else did Polish father-in-law think about uh, Cheryl? I mean, that was his main thought. With I mean, he was giggling. Uh, just, just broad statement here. I've never seen him just giggle for an hour. I mean, this is like an almost 70-year-old man just giggling like... <laughs> like my three-year-old son throughout this entire episode, just nonstop. Um, my wife was extremely concerned about her parents, which, you know, they look like they've had a, a, a rough life. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I, so let's, I, we're going to jump around a little bit here. What did you, what did you think about? I thought the parents were reasonable where they were like, we're not just going to like uh, no, welcome I, him yeah. with open arms, but her, there were a lot of comments about her dad being unusually thin. And I wonder if this is a genetic um, thing because also Cheryl is, is very, very thin. I don't think it's a drug thing. Maybe it was in the past. I don't know. He seemed pretty, he seemed reasonably lucid <laughs> and, you know, I, I wasn't, uh, in disagreement with anything he was saying. Mm-hmm. L- listen, I think Cheryl is kind of like the new Caitlyn in some ways. She's super naive. She wants to be famous. She This is the absolute worst personification of a princess complex, right? She thinks oh, that yeah. she's, she thinks that she's be- destined to be famous, but there's no backing behind it. This is no talent. Want to be famous person. You know, and the only way that she can achieve this is being on love after lockup, right? I I totally agree. And she doesn't when she's talking about how she like wants more than the average, she doesn't really go into detail about what. Like she has three kids. Um That's the one that's one bummer about this season so far. Yes, too many kids. Everyone has kids and everyone has three, right? Except for uh Vincent and Amber. I think between the three other couples we met, there are nine kids involved here, which is crazy. Too many. I know. It is like, especially with the LaMondre and uh, Andrea um, storyline. And they're all on camera. It's a bummer because he, uh, well, we'll get into it when we get to LaMondre, but Lacey, the sister, is a correctional officer. And I think that throws such an interesting twist into the storyline. I really the sister was hysterical. She was just like, you're stupid. <laughs> you're, you're dumb. You're yeah. dumb. Yeah. It's yeah. Totally. And Fisa. <laughs> totally. So she makes $1,200 a week, which is not bad at all, but sending him, she sent him ha- like half that. Uh, how long have they been together? 
Um, I don't know, but she says thirty k over, or sorry, thirty thousand dollars overall. She has sent to Josh. Yeah, but is that? I, we don't know if that's over the course of a couple years or not. But it's got to be right. Yeah, because supporting three kids, um, you know, she's making sixty thousand a year before taxes, which is totally great for being an administrative assistant. But if she sent that to him over the course of one year, that's insanity. Absolutely insanity. And did she say she was an intervention assistant or an administrative assistant? I thought I, wrote, I heard intervention. I wrote down administrative assistant. If she's an intervention specialist assistant of some sort, she needs to look in the mirror because she needs an intervention. <laughs> yeah. I I got really upset with this saying like I can support my kids and send money to Josh. And I'm like, hey, your sister just mentioned that that could have been a down payment on a house, which means that you don't own a home for your children. And that should be a priority. And then also like, unless all three of your kids have fully funded college funds, like not that college is for everybody. I totally understand that, but whatever education that they want, like, sorry, not sorry. What's your 401k look like, Cheryl? Not fucking appropriate. Like you should be saving that money for your kids. Like, or your own financial security and retirement so that your kids don't have to support you when you're right? old and you can't live off of social security i uh, i know we're getting we're going into financial advisor mode here <laughs> which we love to do but yeah i mean it's just like ridiculous that she claims just because like her kids are taken care of on a day-to-day basis that it's totally well, fine listen, to send this guy thirty thousand dollars there's nothing to worry about here. Just send good old Josh to go rob another bank, right? <laughs> Financial security. You just make up your your retirement gap and not, you know, just. Ugh. But Kyle, he's only stealing. He's only stealing oh, from yeah, people that deserve it. Fucking Robin Hood over here. Oh, yeah. my God. Robin Hood. Like, it's what the not hell? like you stealing from. Yeah. 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 <sighs> okay. This is what I want. No, I want to talk about how she like found him on meet an inmate because she was just, doing just a report it, for school. He must be. He must be a good person. He must be perfect just by looking at his picture. God damn. Uh, what school was this? She said she was doing a report for school on serial killers, but she's 30 years old. So is she like going back to college? I need to, I need more details. Is she trying to get her high school diploma? Like maybe she never graduated from high school. I I need a lot more details on this. And she literally saw an ad for Meet an Inmate and it worked. She is the person that I'm like, who clicks on these ads? Cheryl does. And she found him and like fell in love with Robin Hood. I always like when they read these prison letters in like a sweet nothings kind of voice. And in my head, I'm I'm reading it. Hello, my beautiful lover. (laughs) Zayed voice. I'm going to put a baby in you. Oh, gross. We will end this segment on Cheryl and Josh with a quote. I want to get married on a ranch with a red barn and a male longhorn by the groom and a female (laughs) longhorn by the bride. What? (laughs) What? Just prepared to completely stab you with its horns as soon as like the the gallery starts clapping they're <laughs> you, you want wild animals with horns next to you <laughs> i did not uh well i guess we'll or we've got to move on okay vincent and amber we have I'm meth. close with my mom we have meth we have a bunkie named puppy we have an ex-military man 
all so all signs point to Brittany and Marcelino. A Marcelino and Brittany ripoff. I'm not buying. I'm not buying it either. This guy is. Do you think that he's really some kind of fucking spy? No, he and literally he, he probably just has like, like an accounting job with the government, and he literally can't talk about it. I, I don't think it's anything I can't that exciting. Talk about what I do for a living, but it's specialist work. If it but was I can that... be on TV. I can be on TV on a fucking prison dating show. Exactly, and that's why I'm saying like he's probably just doing accounting or some sort of data entry or who knows financial analysis for the government, even some sort of low level research. But I mean, you know. Even people that work for the city and work on budgets and stuff can't speak publicly about some of their work, you know? It, it's bullshit, though. If he were a spy, there is no way in hell he would be allowed on the show. Polish father-in-law thinks that he is just completely roided out of his face. and just That could be. Ooh, brain, good insight, Polish father-in-law. Brains have leaked out of left ear. Yeah, what did you think about his push-ups and his his cross? He's very CrossFit. This is a little I too mean, CrossFit for me, Vincent. A little too much. My wife gasped when he was doing the push-ups, and then I had to glare at her and give her a dirty look because, you know, no, <laughs> I I will never be capable of doing that. To be fair to to Vince, <laughs> uh, me neither. Nor do I want to be. Although those were impressive, I have to say the like jumping push-up or the pop-up push-ups those were crazy but i love that he made the decision to write to 10 10 inmates. he picked 10 out of a grab bag basically and then just waited for the responses to roll in <laughs> what okay vincent like i understand that i thought he was good looking and then you know after he started talking i was like okay maybe not but, like, he's not a bad-looking dude. No. He's tall. He's beefy. He's got a job. He's got his shit together. He's nice to his mom. He's Mexican and Italian. Hey! hey. Um, why can't he just date in the real world? Why does I, he need to write yeah. 10 inmates? I don't know why. So he clearly made a conscious decision to seek out inmates. Sometimes on this show, it seems like, oh, my cousin hooked me up. Right. Or I stumbled. Like, they always say that I stumbled on someone's profile, which is horseshit. But they try to play it off like it was a happy accident, right? With with this guy, he clearly is like, prisoners are for me. And I wonder why. I think uh, my suspicion is just he's a dumb, dumb, dumb person. It seems like, right? He, I he, don't know. Yeah, I he guess. He can't really... Um, I don't know if it's just the initial awkwardness, but that car ride was brutal to watch. Oh, my God. Put, they He, he can't oh. put a, a coherent sentence together. He just has this really goofy smile. He looks like the Goomba from the Mario Brothers movie back in the like early 90s when he smiles. He just is like really strange and awkward, but... To me, that's more just he, he just doesn't have a lot going on upstairs. Yeah, that I guess that could be. But there's a lot of dumb hot guys that still have women wanting to sleep with them left and right. True. I'm, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's his, maybe he is literally a government torturer or something and he can't oh, find God. any any woman outside of prison that can accept what he does for a living. I don't know. 
It's just weird. I mean, especially because he doesn't really go into his reasoning of like why I'm he a started. Bold motherfucker. <laughs> I don't understand why he never explains what the impetus was for writing the ten inmates. I don't know. It's it's I, strange. Did you understand this sidebar about puppy? How okay. did that even come up? Like, why, why did he even bring her into this equation? And they definitely were prison prison girlfriends, right? They're trying to make it a Britney situation, a Britney and Amanda, because that was a, a, such a successful storyline. They're trying to recreate it. But yeah, the puppy thing was weird. Um, and yeah, Amber is apparently going to stay with puppy's mom because she has a place for her and wherever the hell he's driving to. It was... I didn't understand the puppy. I'm assuming we will get a lot more of puppy in the future episodes. Yeah. Well, she can't stay at her own mom's house because she's in jail for meth trafficking too. It's a family business. How sweet. This is going to be great for mathematics, which will be back next week. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's Vincent's mom is a precious, precious angel woman. Right. The anti Debbie, right? I can't control what my 30-year-old son was going to do. I, yeah. When she said that, I was like, thank you. Thank God. Okay, good. We're, this is not going to be a mom-centric storyline. I've had an ass full of those for a couple years. Yeah, I know. Um, but let's let's just skip ahead for a hot second. And I want to talk about the first physical contact, as everybody on the show refers to it as. They have kind of a sweet embrace, like a hug. But then it is really awkward I like Amber. That's my first impression. She's direct. She's like telling the camera, this is super awkward. And how is it not going to be awkward? Amber doesn't talk about a fairy tale. She's very practical. She's like, yeah, I like that he has his shit together. He was in the military. He's going to straighten me out. She kind of is very realistic about it. But then when they embrace and they're together, she admits this is super awkward. So like, what did you think about their first meeting? He's awkward because he's really odd, I think. He doesn't say anything. I mean, they don't. They don't really say anything real to each other. It's it's an odd embrace, and it doesn't feel like there's warmth. I mean, Vincent is just smiling, kind of like a moron, and that's all that he's putting out there. It's it's like almost creepy in the smile. Their kiss was an odd little peck. You know, it didn't feel like a lot of emotion there, other than, uh, oops, weird. You know. So finally, what do you think is going to happen with their storyline? What if they don't like each other? Do you think they're going to work out? It looked like there was no chemistry at all there, right? Right. That's and what he, I'm saying. What do you think is going to happen? He even says as much. Um, I I wonder what the living situation is going to do there. Because is he going to just like shack up in a hotel down the street from puppy's mom's house that sounds really awkward and strange um is puppy even out of jail i don't i I, that wasn't clear to me great question they're just staying at essentially a rando that neither of them knows home are they both gonna stay there it's gonna be really awkward and i wonder how they're gonna just manage to deal with it is she in a halfway house why would why would the parole system even allow her to stay at another, like a relative of an inmate? How does that work? So I, I don't know. It's it's all very strange to me so far. There's there's scant details in the first episode. Agree. Let's move on to the big hitter, Andrea and Lamandre. 
Whew. Wow. Yeah. Um, when I first, you know, the first thing she talks about is her business, which it's not really super clear that it's sunglasses. But after we read about her, her rap sheet, it's pretty clear that she is a, a bedazzling sunglasses business. <laughs> Class sunwear spelled with a K. Uh-huh. Yeah. Her, she's, I mean, she models she, for her own looks, business. She looks like someone that would be into sunglasses because her eyes are intense holy shit her yes she's very intense stares i do appreciate that i don't know my first like my very first impression i was like oh she's she's interesting like i i could get into her you know she's she's very bubbly and funny and she's entertaining i mean now that we know she's also been arrested many times i wish that her mom and uh, sisters wouldn't be so horrified that her boyfriend was in jail when they clearly know that she has also been in jail. It makes me feel like there's a little fraud in going on here. I also have a hard, I don't know. Do you, did you have a hard time believing that all six of them would know LaMondre by name? Yes and no. I feel like they're a really tight family. It seems like there's some connection between the cousin and LaMondre. And so they probably, yeah, this wasn't a, we met him online. Yeah. The cousin introduced him. So it seems like somebody that's in their circle of friends. It's a known entity like Lamont. Yeah. I I didn't find that surprising, but I did did find surprise. Oh, go ahead. Did you like audibly gasp or freak out or scream when you saw Lamondre's gold teeth for the first time? (laughs) I gasped because of the music choice of Matt Sharp. (laughs) <laughs> when did you notice how ominous the music was it was literally like horror yeah. horror movie music that they played when they introduced Lamandre. Totally. very very eerie um and i could feel it like in my gut like oh this dude is scary which totally. i don't like because i want it makes lamar look like child's play i mean totally. i i'm like i prefer the funny the funniness um right this I mean, is a little too only, much for me. The only person that we had, you know, a personal problem with what they did last season was Michael. Michael. Because he, you know, put people in danger and like, you know. He committed ki- a violent crime. A violent he crime. He carjacked somebody with a gun. That's a yeah. violent crime. That's, I don't even know how they're getting past the Son of Sam laws. And I don't know, Lamondra, it, if it's just drug trafficking Drug trafficking in itself isn't violent, but you assume that that just he, by nature is no, violent, totally. right? And he has a he has a long rap sheet too. We haven't been able to completely uncover all of it yet, but I'm sure it's on the way. But including like drive by shootings, yeah, like all sorts of other violence. And um, man, when I saw the gold teeth, like my first thought was, you you put twelve gold teeth at least in your head. But they didn't even (laughs) – I just kind of assumed that when you get a grill, you're going to put the teeth closer together so that you don't (laughs) look like a complete and total psycho. You know what I mean? Was Are the gaps intentional? Is that just like a a prison flex? I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know how grills are installed. Maybe I don't know he how they ran work. out of money and they just had to like leave one tooth out and then that created more gaps, you know? I don't know. 
I am uncertain. I also I, like how he left his molars original so he could actually chew. <laughs> that might be... Yeah, I'm sure that's intentional. Yeah. But, I mean, I just... I don't understand also how they're allowed to film this guy in prison. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, I wonder if it's just florida man just you know having more open access i don't know most of these prison systems are like hell no we also got to meet um someone else from Lacey's storyline kind of yeah. talking through the the thing and yeah. then yeah it was the first guy uh john or whatever his name is yeah so andre is very high maintenance says lamandre and i want to talk about the really big hitter here, which is he has spent $18,000 on Andrea at least since he's been in jail or since they started dating from prison. This is sketchy as fuck. Can I mean, this is all speculation. Understand the logistics here. Yeah. He could be lying. We don't know. Well, but I I don't, (sighs) I don't think he's necessarily lying, but anything we say about how he gets this money and how he gets it to her is obviously speculation. But yeah, I w- I'm so curious. Is it that he has other tricks on the side that are sending him cash all uh, Lizzie and then he's funneling that to her because he really loves her? Or is he, does he still have part of his drug empire set up on the outside? Or I imagine there is some kind of system for inmates to be able to access their own savings maybe i don't know maybe he just had this money and it wasn't seized as part of the drug bust and he can somehow send that i imagine if you're like a dad and you go to jail you still are allowed to somehow like get money to your kids so maybe he's exploiting loopholes i'm so curious about it yeah i am so excited to dig into that piece i mean is this like a breaking bad scenario where he's like burying money in the new mexico desert and somebody is like going to retrieve it for him i need to know more um last thing is that the you know her i don't remember if it was her sisters or her mom that were talking about him being whatever you know dangerous uh unpredictable and she's like well he's changed and i'm like well why do you, first of all how do you know he's changed and secondly like you literally can't know that because he is still in prison right have they like, ever he's I not mean, out yet you don't know he's met, changed until he's in the real world they've met in person but only a couple times behind that weird backdrop of I think their backdrop was like the Golden Gate Bridge or something. <laughs> it's great. Oh, it's so funny. Um, I always like when they call their entire family together with a camera crew there, start talking about the the situation and what's going on. And then when it doesn't go the way that they, for some reason, expect it to go, all of a sudden, then I don't feel like talking about it. I'm di- I don't want negativity. And then they like, run that's away. That's what the show is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what did tea. you ex- did you expect everyone to be like give you a fucking round of applause that you're dating a drug kingpin? I know. I I hate that. Well, well, I'm sure we'll see more from this. I love it that she has like three sister or sorry, three six sisters. It's they're quite a crowd. Like I watching all the sisters walk in. I was like, damn, that is a posse. Like. They could have like a girl band. Like they all look so glamorous. And what did we'll you talk- think of what did you think of Andrea's outfit? I loved it for television. Is it something that I think I could wear and pull off? Absolutely not. I think Andrea can pull it off. 
She a looks lot of like glitter. she looks like evil Knievel stunt clown. <laughs> Fair assessment, the, Polish father-in-law, not for what everybody. Was the, um, what was the gold stuff on her back? It looked like some sort of gold tattoo, like kind of a press-on deal. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a henna, but like obviously not henna because it was sparkly, but kind of a semi-permanent deal. I liked it. I thought it looked. I thought it was. I love cool. it for TV. I love yeah, how wild TV. she is for TV. This is what we need. This is what we want. We don't totally. want boring ass people. I couldn't be on TV. I look too plain and lame. Like I love her for TV. All right. What would your move. What would your TV look be? No, just no. <laughs> I I. There's no look I could pull off for television. I could never be on television. Let's move on to Lacey and John. Lacey is, is the female Michael. This is absurd. Absurd. And I I thought this was funny. Did you like it? Kids removed. Yeah. Um she's nuts. Uh and it's it's great. I mean, this is definitely the all caps. Uh, notes person on this season for me um i think it's incredibly fascinating that she can support three kids on a cam model budget um you know some of the i just read an article in a major newspaper this morning about how you know the the biggest name in porn in the last few years has really only made like $12,000 and they don't make any residuals. The essentially the success of their videos has no relation or in the views. Like it's not like YouTube where if you star in a, a, a porn video, it's not like the views influence how much money you make. So she only has made $12,000, even though it's she, I guess, I guess she has like the highest viewed. I wouldn't know. You know, um, she has like the <laughs> highest viewed porn videos of the last five years. She's made nothing. And so it's crazy to me that someone that's a cam model can make enough to support three kids. And it looks like she I don't know if she owns that house, but, um, you know, it's a nice house. It's big enough for the kids. And oh, yeah. Very comfortable lifestyle. Right. She, I mean, she's gotten herself done up. Clearly, she's had a lot of work done. I can't believe she's 29 all that to me all that work makes her look so much older, older. yeah i agree i cam modeling is like uh almost private porn right like that's why you um, make so much I money mean, you can it's do not, it do you, that way okay the, it, it's the unclear way that it, about like how she's doing it the way that it typically works is like you start off in kind of a, almost like a chat room type situation and then if someone really likes you, then they can pull you aside, kind of like like a virtual lap dance type thing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, good for her um, for supporting her kids, uh, you There's know, no, personal no choice. Judgment, no, judgment no judgment here from us, all. obviously. It's, just, it's crazy, like, the money that you can make just doing that. And also, like, personally, she is the exact opposite of what I find attractive personally. I'm sure there's someone for everyone and I'm sure a lot of people think she looks great, but it's just nuts to me that, that she can pull that off. I just have 
a personal problem with the amount of Juvederm that she has put in her lips. Like yeah. maybe one syringe would have been more than enough. Like it's a little too much. She but can't yeah, even, I mean, she can't even speak the same anymore. Know, you know, know what I mean? It's like when it physically alters, alters your ability to speak and like function normally, it's probably overdone. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> but her ex-husband's man. Wow. Like if you want to go to jail, date Lacey because she has quite a history um, this is a, this is one. interesting because she met the guy before he got locked up, which doesn't no, happen. That's what that I'm often. saying. It's twice. Like Wesley, she says her first ex um, ended up getting locked up after they were together. Her ex husband went to j- who she had three kids with went to jail after they got divorced, right? And then then she met John, who she knows from high school. That's why this is interesting. They have a long history of knowing each other. They didn't like meet on it, meet an inmate. They knew each other from high school and they hooked up um, about a year ago. So they they were dating a few weeks and then he got locked up. It sounds like she just prefers a particular type of personality that would lend itself to ending up in jail. As she says, I just prefer inmates. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. I yeah, I don't know. She she likes inmates. She doesn't specify exactly what she likes about them. Probably just the bad boy thing. Um, she has, yeah, a, it's I mean, you would think after having three kids and being a mom for that long that, and also, you know, supporting yourself financially, given all of those traits, she's still so incredibly childish. Oh um, yeah, I know. The well, way she's that she, only, she's only 29. But I'm still, not, I mean, like, that's, she's, that's, you she, should be an adult by that age. Don't get me yeah, wrong. I mean, and she's lived a lot of life. It looks like. You know, yeah, and um, the way that she reacts to her dad, who I'm sure that he's given her this kind of advice her, her entire life. She's probably sick of it by now, but he, she's probably heard this same speech from him a hundred times at this point. Can we talk about the fact that dad was like complaining about drugs and alcohol and being scared of that being around the kids, but then he's smoking a cigarette in the house? Yeah. <laughs> and you know he's going to watch those kids while she goes to retrieve this felon or whatever. And they're just excited to play Fortnite, which I thought was hysterical. That's great. And, and you know, he's just sitting there smoking. <laughs> um, like, like we've said about Cheryl, I just, it's sad, but I don't think that the kids are high on anyone's priority list here. It's crazy. I don't know, but... He's going to live with her and her kids. What did you think about that? He is going to parole at her house. It's going to be fascinating given that she's banging this other guy who's 21. So let's talk about the big, the big, I guess, reveal in this storyline, which is this the is the Michael. Op- opposite Michael. <laughs> switcheroo switcheroo a little bit different because she's dating two inmates um i just don't even know where to start with this she's going on and on it's clear she likes shane more it's very obvious that I she that likes inf- shane more she's infatuated with him because he's to her a good looking guy um shane is 21 he's been in for has it say he's been in for four years or that he had he was sentenced for four years I total. Oh, I don't have the different. I have the four years, but I don't have. I don't know the 
which of those I just is was typing so fast I don't even remember <laughs> um but I was malicious- just so I was so like I I couldn't stop thinking about the fact that she was just saying how hot Shane was and that he had the perfect body and all this stuff and I was like he just looks like a prick <laughs> He just every every other picture he's flipping the bird to the camera. Yeah. Why does like, that ugh. make you look? Why do you, why do you why do you guys think that that's cool? You know who it reminds <laughs> me of? You know who's always flipping off the camera in Instagram? Jay from Ninety Day Fiance. Yeah, Jay. Or that's I who got it like a, me of. I got like a kind of Matt vibe, too. I got more of a Jay vibe just because he just seems like this skinny prick that seems thinks he's so hot, sh- such hot shit. And I was, I don't know, when she was asking him what he wanted to eat, and he was like, she's like, I got something you can eat. I was just like, ugh. I'll be full on that. Ew, ew. Uh, What else about these guys? I can't believe that she, so he's getting out two weeks before John. Amazing coincidence that this is all lining up the way that it is. Completely crazy. She's definitely way more into Shane. That's all I have to say. But she's engaged to John. What does she expect the outcome to be here? I think that, it, I mean, she makes it pretty clear. She just wants to see if she wants to be with Shane. Because it doesn't seem like they know much about each other, except that he's hot. So John is the fallback plan. It sounds like it. Yeah, I think That's John is That's why I'm saying like, she's definitely more into Shane. I, yeah, I agree. I think sh- John is kind of the default choice, right? Yeah. If it doesn't work out with Shane. Which... <laughs> Two weeks is not enough time. She's just going to be full fucking dickmatized for those two weeks. And of course, she's going to pick Shane after just that, that amount of time, right? Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, what, it's clear that she's just extremely attracted to him. But I, when John was speaking like in the, through the, the window in the jail, it just he seemed very earnest. I don't know. And I know that we've heard literally like one soundbite from John. But my initial reaction was like, oh, I... I'm kind of compared to the other felons on this season. Like John seems okay. To me, I think that the way that they're going to play out this storyline is they're going to make John look like the reasonable, um, the reasonable one. And Shane is going to be this young buck, total asshole, you know, piece of shit. That's just has a huge cock and is totally, you know, dickmatizing Lacey and, it's going to end up in a train wreck. I mean, if I, I think that this is going to be far more concerning than the Michael Angela or Michael Megan's fight or the, the Megan and what's her name, Sarah fight. That was going to be tame compared to this. I would be really impressed if these guys didn't get into a physical altercation when they meet. I'm just scared for what's going to happen when two people that have clearly been violent in the past are like fighting over Lacey and also That's why it's more concerning for sure. It's so much more concerning and I don't know. I just I don't understand what her MO is. Like literally John is paroling at her house. Can they even change that paperwork if she chooses Shane? That's a great question. I have no idea. And they're engaged. Like why was she even looking to meet Shane? Because they got in one fight. We, I was so mad at him. I had to start sexting a 21-year-old. Gross. Wait, is Shane 21? Yes. Oh, I missed that. He's 21? Yeah. Okay, this is another question. She supports her family as a cam model. Is Shane or John or either or both going to be okay with her continuing to do that? 
because they right. certainly don't seem to have any good prospects when it comes to employment. They have to know that she does that, right? And I'm sure yeah, that she's got to know. She's I'm, if they have phones, you know, those phones are loaded with n- naked selfies, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Any last words? I think we need to move on. Let's move on to Angela and Tony. I have to admit, it was really hard for me to pay attention during this inner, like during their scene. So I'm going to have to rely on you. I, I watched it three times and I just like every time we get to Angela and Tony, I just, I found it really hard to pay attention. I don't why? know why. I don't know. I'm just not interested in them. Like she's 47. He's 33. We've seen the age difference. We've seen these two before. They're not compelling to me. The only like concerning thing to me is that Angela is a mental health therapist and dear God help us all. Like I just, I don't even know, like is is he even going to get out of jail? Angela can't wait to bang him. We've seen an age difference. Tony, Tony lights cougars that, that pretty much sums it up. Like what else is there? Well, we saw in the, in the preview for the season that he's definitely out because remember when Angela asked him, would you, would you want a blowjob or steak? And he's like, steak. <laughs> but he's got to go to the halfway house. Right. So like they only have a few hours to have sex and then steak. Well, that's like, why he needs a blowy because there's less cleanup. You know, it's quicker. So he can eat steak while he's getting a blowjob. I mean, this is oh, logistically man. possible. Live in the dream, right? <laughs> they get to kiss at the beginning and the end of each prison visit. And that's their special time of the visit. Right. I wonder how they're going to logistically film this with him being in the halfway house and having to be back so That's soon. That's what I'm saying. It just seems like we're not going to get a whole lot. I don't know. It's just... They're going to... Yeah. There's going to be a lot of creepy sex jokes, uh, which is a little bit concerning. They're making... They're trying to make Angela like Angela on 90 Day a little like bit. Like just the horny middle-aged the, woman. Exactly. Yeah. Her friend, I thought, was hysterical. Her friend was funny. Her friend was um, funny. She was. She seemed like she was so fucking drunk. She has 30 years of cigarette smoker laugh. Which... <laughs> that, that was funny, yeah. Um, her friend has been in prison. Her friend has scammed prison pen pals. My God. <sighs> it's just it, so Angela's also only sent Tony like six to eight thousand dollars over the years, which isn't a That's lot. Pennies, uh, com- pennies yeah, for comparatively. But you know, she says taking care of Tony is what I love to do. I'm like, maybe get a hobby, like maybe take up, I don't know, needle point or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> needle some- point, needle point can be very expensive hobby. She might have spent more than six to eight thousand on that. N- why? <sighs> Why is it the biggest leap of faith that Tony's made in his life? What has he actually even done here besides just talk to her and get money from her? He hasn't actually acted at all. I mean, I guess they've met in prison a couple times and made out. But what risk is there to Tony in this situation at all? None. Absolutely none. He's in the halfway house. He can't even live with her. That's what I'm saying. I, I just don't find it that interesting. This is going to be a Scott and Lizzie thing. They're going to go. They're going to meet. They're going to have sex once or he's going to get a blowjob while he's eating a steak and then it's all going to be over. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not going to met... get daily life shit with them. He has to live in the halfway house. Exactly. It's not going to be daily life, but I think it might still be interesting to deal with him not being able to live with her and having to be home at 730 and how that how that dynamic 
hurts it you know hurts their relationship but they're de- they're definitely not going to film long enough for him to be out of the halfway house right no that's this he's is gonna a have hard to pass be in there. he's gonna have to be in there for a while yeah no he totally will i don't know uh, you have any anything else to say that we didn't get a lot of them this episode either no just one scene so there are at least two other couples that we haven't met yet right Correct. There are two other couples that we haven't met. I haven't read a lot about them. I want, I want to go into it with no bias. I just want to, I want to have them be revealed to me, and I want to be, you know, feel like a virgin and and just knowing nothing about them because <laughs> I've never watched it that the way. Very first time. Yeah. <laughs> I I've never watched it that way. Right. I always like dig up so much stuff on these people before I watch, but with these last two couples, I want to know nothing and i want them to be revealed to me next week and i'm excited about it any any other thoughts no i will i will follow your lead and not start researching the literal evidence yet until we watch their episode but i definitely want to know more about neck tattoo boy (laughs) me too i am i'm excited i've like seen the pictures from just the you know, the Instagram and stuff. I've just seen like pictures of them in the cast photos. So I am not following them yet. Nothing like that. And I'm, yeah, I'm excited to, to see some more shit shows next week. Do this was think... only an hour. This was super fast paced. So this we was have one hour of television. I know. So we had five couples this week and they're adding two more. Do you think that one of these storylines is going to drop off? Because the person doesn't get out of jail, possibility. Because yeah, that is one a thing that I one thing I notice is that we at no point see Lamandre out of jail in the preview episode. That's I true. have a feeling that it's going to be we're going to be following Andrea around, and there's going to be family drama, and then he's not going to be able to get out of prison, and then storyline over. We don't we don't even hear like when is Lamandre supposed to be out of prison? I don't think that they mentioned that this episode. I could be misremembering, but right. I don't have in my notes anywhere that they say all the other ones are like, you know, Amber calls Vincent. Oh, I get out tomorrow. And she was already in like, I forget the exact words that they used, but it was kind of a, a middle ground um, center. It wasn't jail. It was like a holding place for her to wait to get out. So maybe the, and maybe that's why she was allowed to have a phone, but um, it, you know, all the other ones, we kind of hear the plan of when they're going to get out, but LaMondre, we don't know. Right. Anything else? Well, let's talk about predictions. Who's going to stay together? Okay. I predict that Lacey and Shane end up together, but I don't know if he's 21. So like, that's probably not going to last at the end of filming. Yeah. End of filming. I think that they'll be together into filming, but I don't think they stay together long term. No, Cheryl, Cheryl and the bank robber. I have like zero gauge because we don't know him yet. Totally. We haven't met him at all. We have no idea what he's like. Yeah, and Andrea and Levant and Lamandre, I think that they stay together. I think that they're together as long as he's still in jail. They're for sure still together. And they seem to be like hustlers. Like they could be <laughs> yeah. like a criminal mastermind <laughs> couple. You know what I mean? I know. She's been arrested twenty times. He's been arrested twenty times. Like no, they they're going to be literally ride and die. Literally, they could they could build quite an empire together, and then late. Uh, I talked about Lacey, um, puppy, and sorry, <laughs> Amber and Vincent. I I think Amber is not into him. 
No, I don't think they stay together. I think that she's going to run circles around him and frustrate him. I also think that the prison relationship between her and Puppy is going to start being revealed and he's not going to be okay with it. I think she's really in love with Puppy. Yeah, totally. Angela and Tony, no, I don't think so. They're going to get they're going to have sex one time and she'll be like, "All right, I got what I need. Here's your steak. See you later. I'm going home." You think that she's going to break up with him? I just think it's going to kind of fizzle and fade out. Yeah. Couple steaks, couple blowies, done. <laughs> any any other comments, concerns or thoughts? Uh lots of concerns. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, me too. I can't questions. wait for next week. I, really I, I can't enjoyed wait to get it. all these questions like answered. I have I I'm eager to watch more. I know a couple people on the Facebook group and on Instagram were underwhelmed, but to me, it's just like whenever some an episode happens where there's just so much content packed in, maybe in a couple weeks, we'll get bored of these people already and their storylines, but we have a lot of new stuff here in terms of the dynamics, except for Angela and Tony. That's kind of, as, as I, I agree with you, that that's kind of played out, but um, the the twists and the storylines I think are going to be interesting for the time being. And it was just so packed with content. I'm, I'm used to at this point seeing so many, like half the fucking episode is replays of what happened last week and previews and commercials. And so just, just like being packed is interesting of itself to me. I totally agree. Yeah. And I don't know. I personally was not underwhelmed. I thought there so much happened in this episode. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to me that people felt that way. I mean, if you're not, if you're not into this cast, I just don't know how much more crazy they can make it and have it still be somewhat realistic. Yeah, absolutely. If it was any nuttier, I mean, I'm concerned that Cheryl is in this just to be on TV and this Mm -hmm. is kind of fraud. Um, and then Lacey, you know, the decision to date Shane, I could definitely see it being made up or her idea for TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I could see it being like she got cast on the show um, and she was with John and then she had this idea to really play up her storyline and really set it apart by dating Shane as like just another piece of drama. I don't necessarily think it's Matt Sharp engineered because she does seem that crazy and dumb. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I'm excited for next week myself. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, yeah. So we'll be back next week. Thanks right, for listening. And uh, any other last words, go to patreon.com slash reality cray cray for ad free episodes, extended bonus content. Lots of bonus content lately. Tons, actually. (laughs) Definitely. All right. right, We'll see y'all next week. Thanks for listening.